0: VoiceOver Coffee Shop, episode number 40. Welcome to the VoiceOver Coffee Shop, where we share our morning with some of the finest names in VoiceOver. And now here's your host, voice actor, Andrew Morrison. Hi there. My name is Andrew Morrison and welcome to the VoiceOver Coffee Shop, where we start our day with some of the finest names in VoiceOver. If you'd like to know more about me, feel free to check out my website at andrewdmorson.com. In this episode, we have brought back the amazing Dan Leonard as he has taken on the role as president of the World Voice Organization. Wovo is a member-driven industry association that communicates the importance of voice acting to the public and business leaders, affirms the power of professional quality voicing and recordings and is built to inspire through articles and recognition of achievement and excellence. So I wanted to get an idea of what the future of this organization looks like straight from the horse's mouth. What is the World Voice Organization? What are the goals and action plans of how to continue building this amazing resource? And how do we show the world how valuable we voice actors are? Let's find out. How are you?
1: Thank you, Andrew. It's been It's great to be back and it's world voices.org. Just to make sure that people find the right site.
0: Absolutely. I will have it in the show link so that way everybody can have access to it. Good. Yeah. I'm drinking a double double with, um, vanilla flavored almond milk. Cause I remember that was your favorite last time.
1: Hey, I, I guess I'm, I've sort of gone for the, uh, the matcha Frappuccino these days. So really? Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah.
0: Love matcha. So congratulations on becoming president of the World Voice Organizations. I know you were one of the co-founders of it, correct?
1: That is correct. Yeah. No, I was we started this 10 years ago, um, you know, in a car at a FAFCON in Ventura, California, which is just up the road here, about about 70, 80 miles. And um, you know, our idea was always to start an industry association that would represent the interests, I guess, of, 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 freelance voice actors, which of course the union hasn't really done. I mean, there are, we have many union members and there are things that the union does that are very important about, uh, you know, uh, you know, the, the pay contracts, working conditions, things like that, but they didn't concern themselves with really promoting voiceover work as professional work. So our, our mission as an industry association is to promote the professional nature of voiceover uh and to me primarily to the people that hire us uh you know you know how many times have we been told "Ah, i can find any voice actor you're a dime a dozen or something like that Well, i hear that now i immediately go well i don't want to work with you (laughs) you know so uh we want to raise the idea to the public that voiceover is a profession We've invested in our equipment. We've invested in training. We've invested in marketing. We've learned marketing. We know bookkeeping. We're professional business people. This is an entrepreneurial business. And we want to promote that to the people who hire us. And we want people who are trying to get into voiceover to understand that that's really what it's about. And because of that, we, you know, we have resources to help them do that.
0: So overall what is from from someone who doesn't know in your words what is the world voice organization
1: well as i as i just said we are an industry association and an industry association by definition is an organization of people from the same industry uh who bind together for common interest and and then you know, and some, some industry associations are very well endowed and they have a lot of money and they they lobby Congress and uh they you know they they can lobby state governments and stuff like that. That's not really what we're trying to do. We're we're trying to lobby people who hire voice talent to, to hire uh you know our vetted members, and uh that's what our job is as an industry association, along with looking at a lot of the issues that. You know we have to deal with as as freelance voice actors. Uh, you, know, you know looking at pay rates, making sure that people are being paid enough, not telling them how much they should charge, but you know what are standard rates for for certain things? Um, how to run their businesses, how to run their businesses ethically how the people who service the voiceover industry, demo producers, coaches, that sort of thing, academies, that they're on the up and up, that they're adhering to certain standards of conduct and best practices that we've set forth. And we've also have uh, technical audio standards. The old audio standards were based on analog uh, standards. And so my committee and I, I was the, you know, for the last 10 years, I've been vice president and chairman of the standard, uh, the audio standards committee. Mm-hmm. Um, we decided since nobody had really created certain standards for voiceover audio from a home studio, uh, I got together a committee of people who really know this stuff. My my buddy George Whittem, who I you know I, I co-host Voiceover Body Shop with, mm-hmm. Cliff Zellman, who is a you know a nationally recognized uh, audio uh, auto uh, dealer. Commercial producer, mm-hmm. so he works with all the top voices, and you know, is a brilliant recording engineer and musician himself. Um, uh, Uncle Roy Okulson, who you know is an Emmy award-winning, uh, right. uh, You know, audio, uh, you know, sound designer. Uh, Joe Van Riper, who is a uh, you know a home studio talent for many many years, still is, and uh, and a few others who have joined along the way. But within a very short period of time, we were able to decide what the standards should be. And, uh, you know, that's what we try to teach people when they come in and like, I don't understand anything about audio. And, you know, my immediate reaction would be, then why are you doing this? You know, people who, who've been doing it a long time understand that it's not really sophisticated and that we need to let the people know uh, on the outside that if they are a professional member of WOVO, Uh, they probably have a very good home studio because they've been hired before and, uh, they're adhering to the standards that we set. So um, not only are they talented, but they're also, you know, very good at engineering and giving them the things that they need when they hire them for, for uh, a voice gig.
0: So you said you've been doing this for, for 10 years. How, how has Wovo evolved over those 10 years and what are some of the kind of key accomplishments you guys have made during that duration of time
1: well we you know one we we had a lot of members for a while um we were approaching a thousand members about five six years ago uh and then we uh you know i i guess we 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 sort of lost our way with what we were trying to do Mm -hmm. um i would i would get up at board meetings and say look we have to stick to our mission this is what we're about if we start going off in different directions it's you know people are, aren't going to understand what we're about so we have we have about 500 members active members right now um which is pretty good uh, you know considering we're an international professional organization it's 99 a year which by other professional associations is dirt cheap um and uh, so the things we've accomplished one we've when certain issues have come up in the voiceover industry, we have addressed them, we have made public statements on them. When ISDN suddenly was becoming much more expensive in some markets as opposed to others, we issued a a statement saying that, look, all the studios should be going to IP-based studio-to-studio connections instead of ISDN, one, because the FCC is gonna get rid of it soon. They, They wanna get rid of all the copper lines and they want everything to be digital uh it was becoming a, an economic disparity to some talents say talents who were in washington but were recording stuff in los angeles it was very very expensive for them to get isdn where they were located or in some more rural areas and that the the tele, the the telcos the, the the phone companies weren't supporting the technology anymore so it was expensive it was unreliable And it was more expensive in some places than others. And we said, if you went to, if all the studios would go to IP-based studio uh, connections like, you know, Source Connect, IPDTL, uh, Connection Now, some of these other ones that have come along since then, that they would expose themselves to much more really good talent all over the country that perhaps they didn't have access to before. And it would give access to lots of very good talent around the country, access to the studios so that was something that we thought was very important uh another issue that came up was when a certain uh, pay-to-play site decided to change their business model from servicing their their customers voice actors who were paying an annual subscription fee to turning their customers into a commodity that they were able to sell to a third party and you know it's a it's a complicated story of how their how their managed uh, services work right. but uh, they were essentially, you know, skimming, you know, eighty percent off the top of, of talent fees, and uh, and charging certain people a tremendous amount of money to have a better priority or to have, you know, a higher uh, chance of being selected in a in a job. But what we since discovered is is there they were simply people who were paying more were being cherry picked for all the good jobs, and everybody else who was paying a regular rate. They were just like tossed to the you know to the wayside. So we were being treated as a commodity. I, I left that site many years ago when I when I realized that they were doing this. and uh, we issued you know statements saying this is not the way you should be doing business and weren't telling people that they shouldn't be there, but at least addressing the fact that this is what this company was doing. Uh, you know we've um, you know we put out a, a monthly newsletter. At least we've been trying to. Now, I, you know, as president, it's a responsibility I have to make sure that gets done. Uh, I, I think that we're a volunteer organization, and trying to get people to do things, you know, just for the passion of doing it, when they have other priorities like being voice actors and having families and all those other things, is very difficult to do. So sometimes people just need someone looking over their shoulder and saying, you know, this needs to get done. You know can we get this done you know and and here's a deadline you need to do it by and that wasn't being done i guess uh by you know some of the middle management or the people that were supposed to be doing these things so there just wasn't any direction uh you know because the people who are on our board and people who are active in in the in the organization you know they're always looking for direction they're looking for you know leadership and someone to step in and say hey this needs to get done can you do this right now Mm -hmm. um also, um, you know, we have a mentoring program which I, we're going to be expanding. Uh, you know, there are so many, you know, voice acting academies out there mm-hmm. that you know they you know you pay them a fair amount of money and they say, well, you'll be ready for a demo in six weeks, or if you work with us for a year for so much for a year, or they have a video system that they they sell people videos. Uh, to be a voice actor. And, you know, the way you learn to be a voice actor is, you know, there's lots of different ways, but, you know, learning it from one person and the way they do it, as opposed to really finding your own style, I find a little bit weird. Um, So we have a mentoring program where, you know, when you sign up to be a professional member of, of World Voices, uh you, you, you might have expertise in bookkeeping you might have expertise in marketing yourself you might have expertise in technical things like i do and we you know we can guarantee somebody who joins as an associate member someone who doesn't join as a professional member somebody who hasn't really booked any work of any substance uh they can learn from those mentors uh you know a half hour a month where they have a specific question they can Ask that and be tutored in how to do certain things, or at least mentored on how to do certain things. And that's a program that we're expanding. Uh, George Washington III, who's on our board, is, is heading up that program, and we're gonna make something really big out of that. Uh, one of the other things we did that really generated a lot of membership was the advent of voiceover.biz, which is our searchable directory of our professional membership. membership. When someone becomes a professional member, and there, the qualifications are you have to have at least five paid jobs in the last 13 months from people who aren't your relatives, um, just showing that you're a professional voice actor, that you've been paid at a, at a fair rate for what you do, and that you have a home studio, and that you have a web footprint, you know, that you've got a website, you've got your demos up there, you're, there's evidence that you're out there, you're not, you, know, you don't have a voiceover page on on Facebook you know that that sort of thing and um so when they join as a professional member they get an invitation code to get on voiceover.biz which as i said is a searchable directory of our professional membership it you know it has their profile it has all their demos if some if a, a someone is looking for a talent they can type in what type of voice they're looking for male female irish accent italian accent southern accent um You know technical uh audiobook commercial whatever and the people whose demos fit that categories will come up as in the search and they can pick from those people and get auditions from them or just hire somebody based on their demos i've always been a firm believer that you know you can have you know you 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 can have all the demos in the world uh if you fit a certain type of project you know off your demo you should be able to uh show people what it is you do and how you do it and what the style of your voice is and then you know and then actually doing it and then showing them that you are indeed the right voice for it but we don't act as a middleman we are simply a directory uh that people can use and it's free which by the way scared the crap out of the play sites because we built a site when they spent millions of dollars developing it, doing all this research and stuff, and we just went ahead and did it. And so people don't have to pay to be to be looking for talent. They know they're gonna get good vet, vetted talent and it's good exposure for our professional membership to be on there. So that's, that's a benefit. We've got some other new stuff that's coming up uh, that's gonna be really cool. We're gonna have a demo player that uh, Wovo will be putting out that professional members will get. Uh, but other people can can subscribe to it as well and it's you know it it's not real geeky it's you know your your demos your name you attach it to your website and it will play things they can you know break break the the uh the auditions or the the demos down into individual parts so if they're looking for a specific type of read within a demo they can they can hear that so we have the resources to do these types of things and we're starting to really work on them and we're, we're starting a, a public relations campaign with voiceover.biz to head out to production companies and say, look, use this as your roster, because you know you're going to get professional people and it's not going to be hard for you to access. And you find whoever you want. One of the other things we've done, which we've not been able to do for a couple of years, is conventions and conferences. We used to have an annual convention in, in Las Vegas, but because of COVID, we haven't been able to do it for a couple of years. Uh, some people said they didn't really like going to Vegas. that uh, Sometimes it's hard to get to, although I find that hard to believe that if you want to get to Vegas, you can generally get there from just about anywhere. Uh, but we want to move it to Orlando for our next national conference, probably sometime in early 2023. And we're in the early That's planning the stages thing. of that. One of the other things we do is mini conferences uh, at smaller hotels, in regional areas you know we've done them in the bay area we've done them in uh, nashville we had one in toronto uh i believe we had one in new hampshire so people from local regions don't have to get on a plane to go to a conference for for a night they can just drive there and meet up with the local you know the local people or people from that particular region and you know it's the same as a wovo conference and our conferences are different in another way uh i mean we might have a speaker or two but we don't use the speakers to really attract people to come what attracts people to come is the idea that anybody can speak and that the sessions that we do generally are open discussions about issues and how different people deal with them and uh, that's you know it it, you learn a lot more that way you actually learn more in the lobbies of a hotel than you do in the actual uh sessions themselves oh yeah you get to work with you know the people who are the experts in certain areas, and you make great friends. Networking is a really, really important part of what we do. We've created community, so if people are wondering what we are, I've just described a pile <laughs> of different things that we do, uh, and perhaps people aren't really aware of it. But that's why I'm I've been I'm talking to you, and I've been on other podcasts and uh, talking about uh, World Voices and why they should join.
0: Yeah, man. So you were talking about how you're you're having trouble with member participation as the new president. Do you have any specific goals set in mind to and any plans of actions to kind of boost that a little bit?
1: Oh, absolutely. One, I'm you know we put out announcements on Facebook and in our newsletter. We need volunteers. Yeah, um, <laughs> you know, and we're also talking about perhaps uh, you know paying a stipend to people who really step up and do real important jobs that we need. Done. You know, a lot of it is kind of mundane work, but a lot of it might be phone calls. It might be sending out emails or des- helping design the newsletter, or you know, work with it. You know, if you've got some expertise in marketing, being on one of our on our marketing committee. Um, there's a lot of different areas that I'm trying to set up, and one of the things we need to do is really create a, a more varied committee structure and make sure that. You know, we got a lot of people who are not necessarily on the board working on these committees. Um, you know, we're always looking for leadership. You know, who's, who's the one that's going to say, I got an idea, who's with me, and then runs and see who goes with them. And, you know, that's how we did a lot of things early on with the organization. I, you know, it's like, hey, I got an idea. Let's create a, a searchable website with people's demos on it that we can give to our our members. Who's with me? You know, and we did it. And uh, you know, let's let's start a mentoring program. We did it. Let's uh, have our, our our monthly newsletter. Let's do it. Those sorts of things. who's who's going to work in outreach? who's going to help talk to other industry associations like advertising industry associations and production company, industry associations? Let them know we're here and create a collaborative effort with them uh, to hire the best and, you know, well-vetted voice talent, people who are actually professionals. So that requires a little bit of volunteer help, but we are talking about paying a stipend to people who really step up and take on some really critical jobs for, uh, for doing these things.
0: Gotcha. So what, what are your future plans for WOVO? Like what, what else do you guys have planned for, for the foreseeable future? I know conferences and these mentorship programs, but as far as overall mission, because I'm getting a sense here, you're just wanting to, you're wanting to change how the voiceover industry is approached as a whole. So what does that bigger picture look like to you?
1: Well, it's, it's certainly a matter of we want to have influence over the people that hire us, mm-hmm. uh, influence them to hire us <laughs> and, and to not go to cheap sites and not pay too much at the pay to plays and and just generally understand the professional nature of what we do. You know there are a lot of voice actors out there if you've gone on facebook at all and it seems that every other person's i'm a voice actor well okay let me hear your demo all right you say you're a voice actor yeah sort of like podcasting you know just because everybody can do a podcast doesn't mean everybody should do a podcast you know you've got to have something to say or at least have a format where people are going to listen to the content that you're going to present. And some people, you know, because the technology is there, anybody can do it. It's great democratization of, you know, people having a voice. But if you're going to have a voice, again, you should have something to say. And you need to attract an audience uh, to make your your podcast work. And you need to have an audience to listen to, you know, your voice as a voice actor and get your, your uh, you know, get your name out there. But also by being a member of Wovo, it gives you a little bit more credibility, and it but it also gives you all these resources that we have to help you make the most out of your particular voiceover business. Because we recognize everybody is an individual. Uh, voice actors are snowflakes. There's not one that's like the other. There may be a lot of people out there who audition like everybody else, but what's different about you? And what's, what's gonna help you uh, you know, find work as opposed to somebody else. You know, what are you doing differently? What's unique about your voice? That sort of thing. And uh, we can help people, you know, with that type of stuff. And that's one of the reasons we exist.
0: Well, I really appreciate you you taking on such a grand role in continuing to advocate for for all of your members and for all of us in the industry on such a powerful level. I, I do have a Dan question, though.
1: Okay, go for it
0: with you taking on this big role how is that affecting your day-to-day life as a voiceover talent voiceover body shop the home studio master you've you've got a lot on your plate for for one guy
1: yeah you know it's i i guess the the one person that affects is my wife where are you what are you doing out in the studio (laughs) you know it's time for dinner. that sort of thing it involves aside from you know, I've been, I've been in the business a long time. I don't do a lot of forward marketing with my voice. Uh, you know, the people know who I am. I have my clients, they send me work. Uh, if an agent sends me an audition that I feel is, you know, within my wheelhouse, I'm going to do it. If it's something I have to really stretch and take the time to really do, it's not worth my time because chances are, I'm not going to get hired for that either. My voice is in a very you know specific genre of, you know, I. I just went on medicare so my voice is perhaps not quite as millennial as that what they're looking for despite the fact that the people with the most money are people from my generation and why aren't the advertising agencies making us the prime demographic which would be great for you know for those of us whose voices are in that demographic um anyway but it's It's not taking a lot of time away. I mean, it's certainly increasing a certain burden on me, but a lot of it is there's a lot of moving parts. And as long as I'm in touch with, you know, the other members of the board and other people in the organization, um, you know, and we we use Slack. So there's always a conversation going on about something, you know, here's a proposal, here's something we need to work on. Uh, what do you think about this issue? Should we say something about it? So as long as I'm engaged in there, which I am now spending, you know, it's always Slack is always open and I, I can see stuff that's going on. For example, there's a discussion going on right now or an answer to something that somebody said, uh, you know, with, talking about getting people, uh, whose, whose memberships have lapsed, you know, I'm communicating with the, the our vice president of membership, uh, Mike McGonigal, who does a great job with that. And he has access to the database of our membership, and so I'm always talking to him. You know, we have somebody coming in new. Are people lapsing? What are they saying? That sort of thing. Uh, also, we're planning this convention, so we're putting together a committee, and we're talking to professionals in the the towns that we're looking at doing this, and and planning ahead. And so it's phone calls, it's Zoom calls, it's it's email exchanges. Um but it's not that bad. You know, I'm sure as as things really start to pick up it will become a little bit more difficult but you know, and the home studio stuff I work strictly by referral by people knowing who I am. I don't really do a lot of overt advertising except for voiceover body shop which gets 2000 views a week so I don't have to really work at that either. Um you know, people call me they need help with their home studio. I'm available to do that. And here in Los Angeles, of course, I can still do house calls and have started doing that again since the pandemic seems to be waning a little bit. So it's not it's not overburdening me at all. If I just felt I had something important to do, and, you know, perhaps I was getting a little bored with certain things, and it was my turn to become president, and I graciously accepted that. And really, when we when I became president uh, last month, I decided, you know, before I get in here, we got to have a plan. Here's what I want to see happen. Uh, You know, remember, I was one of the four founding members, and I had a vision for what the organization was supposed to be, and it drifts from here to there, depending on who's in charge uh, and, and who's on the board and stuff, and I didn't want to see it drift too far one way or the other. I want to get back to the mission, which is one of the reasons they wanted me as president, because they knew that that was something I was going to concentrate on, and that's, you know, what I'm doing right now
0: awesome so is there anything even even non-members can can do to help to help Volvo to, to help in participation to
1: well they could join
0: yeah uh, I mean, yeah
1: i mean that's you know that's a prime thing is you know the yeah. more members we have the more power and resources we have to do all these things that we've been talking about being able to uh, expand the programs that we have and and expand our influence Uh, and it's really easy to join it's 99 dollars a year uh you go to our website world-voices.org and there's a tab on our website that says join today and you click on that questionnaire uh, you know, it shows you the qualifications to become a professional member. You know, if you can join as a professional member, you get to go on voiceover.biz and, and stuff like that. So that's you know where we want people to start. But if you join as an associate, we do have those resources to help you achieve that pro status, or at least give you a really good idea of what it takes to be a professional. So that's, that's an important, that's an important piece of it as well. So there's a lot of different things that we do and i think it's really important that people understand all of those different things and take advantage of them and you know that's part of my job as you know the chief executive officer here is to get the word out that this is why we're here this is what we're going to do and as we move into the future we're going to look for more things that we can do to to help our members and to help the people who hire us find it easier to hire
0: us that makes sense that makes perfect sense so do you feel like there's anything we missed? Is there anything else that you wanted to say about the World Wars Organization? I, I think uh, it's absolutely phenomenal.
1: Uh, not not a whole lot. I mean, I've, I've covered the gamut of what we do uh, and my plans for the future. And uh, I, I will say that what people are going to see who aren't members or if they are members is they're going to see a lot more content from us and a lot more, you know, opinions coming from our board and, and open discussion about stuff. That's one of the things that I always wanted to see was community discussion about things. We have a couple of uh, projects that, uh, you know, one, one is uh, one called VoiceOver Forum, uh, which, you know, it, it's, we own, it's, it's our, you know, our website, and it's going to be for open discussion for people inside Wovo and outside Wovo, and we're in the process of getting that together. Another thing that we're doing is we're in the process of redoing our main website uh, to make it a little bit more user friendly. It's been around for you know six or seven years. We're freshening it up. We're changing it to you know to fit the uh, the parameters that we want, and really updating the technology on it to make sure that it's real user friendly. And uh, you know, so as you can see, again, there's a lot of moving parts to this. Yeah, it, you know, sometimes it just takes a shepherd to keep everybody in line. Or at least remind people what what it is they're supposed to do as sheep, which is go and graze or, you know, in the case of voice actors, go off and be voice actors best they can.
0: Well, thank you for coming back on, man. I really appreciate it. It's always great to see you.
1: Andrew, always a pleasure. And uh, we look forward to seeing you at uh, our next conference.
0: Uh, I will be there. I really hope you enjoyed listening to Dan discuss how he is taking the reins in this presidential role, in my opinion, he is meant for, and how he plans to make it easier for clients to understand our value and to hire us. If you would like to learn more about World Voices, its amazing upcoming projects, and become a member, you can visit world-voices.org. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the VoiceOver Coffee Shop. For more information on guests, new episodes, and more, be sure to visit www.vocoffeeshop.com.